Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast, Keeping It Real with Camel, as we say, one I have my girl, Catherine, on the line. How you doing, boo? I'm doing so well. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. So, Miss Busybody, because you have so much going on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know you are an international best-selling author. Mm-hmm. And so how does it feel to be the best-selling author? Pretty great. <laughs> Not much more to say. Right, it, it feels good, right? Like, you're like, I can't believe it. Or it's just like, this is crazy. Like, you know, people is actually reading my books. Because I see that you write, like, dark fantasy, sci-fi, mm-hmm. and LGBTQ um, fictions. Yeah. So tell a little bit more about that. Uh, about what I write, or about yeah. Yeah. about the, about the like the the yeah what you write and like the um, like for example for the dark um, fantasies. Tell us about dark fantasy. Oh, dark fantasy is, is what I started writing. It's what I fell in love with when I started reading, <laughs> um, and uh, and so that's where I broke in with writing in general. Um, and I absolutely love it. I go really, really dark. So my my whole <laughs> spiel with my writing is that it is very dark and, um, you know, bloody and violent and gory. And um, I know some people out there <laughs> can't handle all that, <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> um, right. But that's, that's uh, where my heart is, is, is in those, those dark places. So I've got... Um, two dark fantasy series out right now I'm, I'm about to launch the first in um, dark urban fantasy in December and um, and then the um, LGBTQ dystopian sci-fi my blue helix books which there are two out right now those are both my international bestsellers which is really cool to have have both of them hit those lists. yeah it's very humbling <laughs> yeah that is awesome like yeah that is that is great like because <laughs> that, if that was me I'd be like yeah girl I'm telling you right now yes I got like I will be like you gotta be humble about it but you know is it certain times you'd be like you know yeah I'm the best seller yeah mm-hmm. I am yeah, it happens it happens <laughs> I do get to talk about it which is nice and at the same time you know there's still a long way for me to go if I say that yeah I, you know if I've reached all the goals I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> right. And you're right about that. And I know that you say you like um, intense stuff, like the bloody, <laughs> the gore, like stuff. So mm-hmm. like you've been like this, this type of, you've been like this type of person all your life. Like you always watch, like when you was a kid, do you ever, like you watch all the, all the horror movies and stuff like that? I did. I read um, Stephen King's It when I was 10. So, like, it's always been oh, wow. part of... Yeah, no one was paying attention to what I was reading. Wow. As a 10-year-old boy. Consider, like, yeah. What What was that? Would you ever consider, like, different from anybody else? Like, unique? Like, totally oh, different from Always. Yeah, my entire life. Yeah, I... I so, I actually... Uh, went to a Catholic elementary school from first grade to seventh grade until I said I cannot do this anymore. But it was it was so small that um, I had 13 kids in my seventh grade class. Mm-hmm. So 
not only was I like a super oddball and everyone thought I was weird and made fun of me, but I couldn't get away from it. <laughs> there were only 13 of us. It was awful. And, you know, I, that is where my parents decided to put me in school, you know, so, um, it, it didn't really get any better for me though when I went to public school after that. I was still always considered quite the weird oh, one. <laughs> wow. I know you like, look, this is me. This is what, this is who I am. So, okay, yeah. I don't care anymore. <laughs> exactly. And I, I don't now. I mean, now it's part of what, what makes me me. And I've been told I stand out. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> when I was looking at your picture, I was like, she looks so like you, you look so unique. You know, it's something about you that everybody's like, you're different from everybody else. And it's something different about you. When I was looking at your picture, I was like, it's something different about her, you know, <laughs> but that's a good thing. You don't want to be like everybody else anyway. So. Oh, true. I tried that uh, more than once and it didn't work out very well for me. <laughs> <laughs> I learned my right. lesson. Yeah. So you also it, is a ghost writer, fiction yes. ghost writer. Yes. I wow. Am. Like you are so like multitasking and all over. <laughs> Great, because you're touching everything. So how you become a ghost writer? Um, I actually just kind of fell into it. I suppose I uh, I jumped on this webinar a couple of years ago that you know had talked about. I think the the hook in the title for it was um you know how to make six figures a year writing fiction and I was like what is this <laughs> so no, I gotta I, get on this right <laughs> I hopped I hopped on that webinar and learned a bunch of stuff I didn't really know what ghostwriting was beyond you know someone else's right. writing a book for you whatever um but then uh the person giving the webinar was going through some numbers of like you know fees for certain projects that he had done as a ghostwriter and I was just blown away and um, I realized in that moment that I really didn't care whether or not my name was going to go on something like if I could um, move into writing fiction full time for a living and like make all the money I dreamed of making when I was you know not making any then yes I will absolutely do it and um, I hustled a lot to get into uh, this sort of like boot camp right it was a 12-month program um and really (laughs) I kept trying to uh haggle with the the uh fees to get in to the boot camp right right (laughs) and I was like I'm not stopping like I'm either going to annoy this person so much that he stops replying to my email (laughs) so he's gonna let me in um and we worked something out we came to an arrangement and then um about four months after starting this 12-month program, I was um, ghostwriting full-time. That is awesome. And so you love ghostwriting, right? That's one of your favorites? I I do. I mean, I the, the end goal eventually is to get to a point where I am writing more of my own books than I'm right. writing for other people. Um, and I'm getting very close to that. But I do, I do love being able to sit down with any idea and pick up any client's voice and just write just the act of writing is like that's my happy place and I'm in the zone right. and I just everything else disappears um and then I don't have to do anything with it afterwards I don't have to send it to an editor I don't have to get covers I don't have to publish it I don't have to do anything right <laughs> so right just write just nice. yeah. yeah just right hey, look I'm just writing do you do everything else mm-hmm. behind that 
exactly. <laughs> and then I'll move on to the next one. It's all good. <laughs> right. So I see on your bio, you also do, a, like I said, you do a lot and you just, <laughs> so you are a, a co-editor and you're a director. So tell us a yes. little bit more about that. Yes. Well, um, fiction co-editor for um, Burlington, Vermont's Mud Season Review. It's a literary magazine. Um, and my, my my family just moved to Colorado in July from Vermont. So I'm still um, working with with the Lit Mag in Vermont, but I don't live there. <laughs> right, right. Um, so that that's, you know, when uh, it's short stories. Um, so, you know, writers submit their short stories during any given reading period. And our fiction team goes through them and reads them and, and we pick the best one um and there's that's a lot more or a lot less hands-on than um, when i used to edit fiction manuscripts independently um that was my business before i started ghostwriting um but the it's it's fun to work with short stories and to work with pieces that stand out over you know 200 submissions at a time um and and then um yeah director of um author interviews for Top Shelf Magazine. I did that for a while, and um, just recently I chose to step away from that um, and uh, let someone else take up that position with Top Shelf Magazine. But that was incredibly, an incredibly fun experience, and I I got to write some interview questions for some major uh, fiction authors and people that I admire and a few that I had, you know, read their work as well, which was really fun. So I, I enjoyed that opportunity. Wow. Wow. <laughs> gosh. Oh my God. So <laughs> you have so much going on. I'm just trying to touch every base of everything that you right. have going on because you are a super busy woman and it's good to be uh-huh. busy because you know why? Because you never know what comes out of it, you know? Exactly. So yep. people, you know how sometimes people be like saying like, you do too much. You never do too much. You must not be doing anything at all. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I've learned that I, if I'm not doing, you know, what is considered too much, then I am not doing anything at all. Like I thrive under pressure, which is why I have all these things going on. Otherwise I get bored and I just start wasting time <laughs> exactly like like and then yeah. i'd be like because they'd be telling me the same thing and i'd be like so what are you doing what are you doing oh well okay. you know i'm like oh, i got you know you're telling me that i'm doing too much but you're not doing nothing at all like come on right like, <laughs> are you enjoying doing nothing is that <laughs> <laughs> right. right enjoy I mean, your nothing and i like enjoy it. what i do right <laughs> right so you also a member of a couple writers um, associations as well. So I I read one. um, You are with the writers association and then you're with someone else. Tell me the the ones that you're with. Yeah. um, Horror writers association Mm -hmm. and uh, um, sci-fi and fantasy writers of America. Okay. Um, And those yeah, those are those are great associations to be in, and, and it helps with you know different opportunities that come along, and you know um, <laughs> having books out there right. to 
what's the word I'm looking for? Um, for for the for the uh, awards, right? They have, like the Nebula Awards, and um, uh, I don't know the one that HWA does. I can't even. Okay. Um, but it's fun. That's been a great place to to meet other authors who've been doing this a little bit longer than I have to. <laughs> right, and you can get you can get their input on things that they're you know what you can do and cannot do, and what you feel like, you know how they feel about certain situations, and they can tell you, and you can learn from that. Definitely, you know, I'm always down to learn from people who who have been where I'm trying to be right exactly (laughs) exactly and another thing too you always every day you learn something new Mm -hmm. every day right so you have a family and (laughs) and I want to know how do you manage all the stuff that you do and then manage the family well I'll say first and foremost my husband does most of the family managing. <laughs> I'm very lucky that way. Um, he is a stay-at-home dad. And that was something that he wanted to do. Uh, let's see, it was a little over a year ago now. He said um, that he wanted to stop working for a while and just kind of uh, lay back, let right. himself rest, and also spend more time with our daughter, who is, uh, had just turned three at the time. Oh. Um and so, yeah, he, he asked, hey, is it something we can do? Like, can I stop working? And I <laughs> thought about it. And I was like, oh, I'm really going to have to step up my game. But yes, yes, you can do that. Right. <laughs> and uh, it's worked out. And it, it, it gave me so much more time to be able to dive into more of what I'm doing and grow my business and be able to support all three of us for the last year, which has been phenomenal and um, so yeah, I, I couldn't be doing any of this without my husband. Like, and that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome because I'm about to say you're a phenomenal woman. Hello. You all think yeah, I could not do it all. No, no. <laughs> I, I would fall apart like ten times a day. <laughs> right. Because and it's good that your husband stepped up because you know what, this generation, you know, back in the generation when it was like the men need to go to work and the woman need to stay home. Mm-hmm. Oh no 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 boo, let's turn it around a little bit. Okay. Yes. So and it, it's so. Huh? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was saying it's it's uh it's so much easier, I think, than a lot of people realize. You know, like right to to switch things up, which is good. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we're strong women, so we can go out there and and bust our butts and let the man relax some. You know, like come on. <laughs> I don't right? see nothing. And I, <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that. Do you see anything wrong with that? No. no. There's nothing wrong with it. It's funny. He will. You know, on the, on the days when um, our daughter doesn't go to preschool, she goes three days a week. Um, you know, at the end of the day, he'll come to me and say, oh, I'm so beat. I've been with her all day. It was great, but I'm just like, I can't. I can't anymore. It's like, I feel you so hard right now. Right. <laughs> right. And it's good to have that, like, uh, where, where both the parents, whoever they are, have that same experience of like oh now I understand your perspective exactly exactly makes everything else smoother yeah so props to the dad hello mm-hmm. <laughs> he deserves it all of it he deserves all of it. all right <laughs> you need to get him an award saying you're the best dad ever yeah I do you know <laughs> that's the least I can do <laughs> I know right so what projects you have coming up next oh I am 
about to release um, first book in a new dark urban fantasy series. It's called uh, The Witching Vault. Oh, uh, book one in yeah, book one in Accessory to Magic. Um, this comes out on December tenth. So I'm really excited for this one. Um, and um, this is a, an, an apprentice witch with a criminal past inherits a magical bank that can think for itself. And the clientele are almost as dangerous as what's inside their safety deposit boxes. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's it's just a bunch of a bunch of action and mystery and intrigue and so much snark and attitude from this uh, from this main character witch who who just just got released from magical prison. Oh my god! <laughs> so, oh my god! Yeah. From, oh god! I know she's crazy. She gotta be crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and then she's got to deal with even more crazy stuff that pops up. So oh, I'm, I'm really God. excited. Yeah, for for this series, it's it's um a, a new subgenre for me, but I love urban fantasy, and I've been writing ghostwriting a lot of it. Uh, so now I'm bringing that into my own. I see. I see. Uh, re- repertoire. Yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. But I know she's gonna. I know that witch is gonna be crazy. She's gonna be some doing some crazy stuff. <laughs> I can see it now. Yes. I can see it now, and she probably looking. She probably looks very re- weird or something. I don't know, but mm. <laughs> she's got her own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how you became successful. What was the hardest to you um, becoming successful of the things that you're doing? Like, was it the people, or was it you trying to do it like by yourself, or what was it that, that was hard for you? Yeah, um, I think that the thing that was hardest for me and actually continues to be the hardest thing for me that I am experiencing over and over and over as I level up and get bigger and, and do more mm-hmm. things that I want to do is is knowing and accepting my worth and what I am capable of, what I bring to the table right. and standing up to express that to my clients to you know partnerships or whoever and say look this I I deserve this in exchange for what I can do and I'm worth this let's make it happen that's been very difficult for me because I I spent my entire life uh, being I guess learning right taught that asking for what I want or what I need was never going to get me anything and that it wasn't even worth trying you know and so then I just stopped oh, right, <laughs> now right. it's like you know as as a businesswoman especially I think if you know if we don't step up and say hey look I need this let's make it happen right and you know that I'm worth this right <laughs> let's do it that's that's hard and it, it isn't well received in general a lot of the time right. you know so I've been I've been working on that a lot and once I really fully understood that like okay I can do this and it doesn't change who I am as a person and you know other people's opinions of me can stay their own opinions right right <laughs> a but, lot of doors opened up a lot a lot of doors and that, up, and that's yeah. great because you have to stand up and let people know what you're worth you know and all the stuff that you do you are worth a lot okay so you need to let them know look check this out this is what I do and this is how I do it and now what we're gonna do we're gonna make this work or what right yeah. 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 So, and 
yeah, you're worth the lot, and you, you're. I'm glad the doors are opening for you on, on that because it seems like everything is working out for you like you wanted to so far, and. I am super proud of you. Um, I don't even know you like that, but I, I will get to know you like that. So I'm super proud of you already. Like, you go, girl. You know what I'm saying? You, you do what you got to do to Thank support you. your family and yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's a hurdle. And then it keeps getting easier every time. And that's good. Right, which is, and that's good. Yeah, but you know, yeah. you are being successful. But And um, I'm going to talk about the pandemic right now. And you know that some people are not as successful as others and they're not as as they need help at this point, you know, because it's still here. And I don't know, of we say it's going to go away, but hopefully very soon because I'm ready to go. I'm ready to travel. I'm ready to go. Girl, to be honest, I am ready to go get me a drink from a club somewhere. Okay. Yeah, uh, I feel you. We were about to move to Mexico before um, 2020 happened. Right, that's what I'm saying. Girl, I was, uh, girl, it stopped everything. It it just said, look, I'm here, Mm -hmm. boom, you stopped, you know? So I would love for you to give a positive message to the listeners out here so they can know, like, have their heads up and that things are going to get better for them. So, but I would love for you to to give them a, a positive message. Absolutely. I, you know, it's funny that I, I'm, I'm pulling on what my dad used to tell me when I was a kid. Um, and I had a lot of bad days when I was a kid and then later, but my, my dad would tell me, you know what, the best thing about the end of today is that tomorrow is coming. And when you wake up in the morning, tomorrow's a brand new day. You get to start over all over again. Everything you did today won't matter because it won't be part of tomorrow. That's <laughs> and right. I take that with me, and it's part of probably why I'm such a morning person. I wake I wake up at four o'clock in the morning. Girl, what's wrong with you? Right, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> but uh, but it's true, you know. Waking up the next day, and um, and it's a fresh start, right? Over and over and over again, and we get to choose how we're going to look at whatever opportunities show up for us right on any given new day we get to start over and that's right and, um, and your dad is a wise man yeah. he is in a lot of ways <laughs> <laughs> your daddy's a wise man because yes <laughs> what can you do what what happens that day and tomorrow is a new day you have to go with what that day is you can't that's like forgetting about the past and moving on to the future yeah. And and being able to reset and Res- give, yourself, give yourself the space. Right. And allow yourself to be like, okay, I'm going to start over again. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Man, you need to write a positive book or something. We need to write something yeah. together. I don't know what we need to write, but whatever it is, we need to write it, girl. Be good. It's you know? full of all kinds of stuff. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. So that's a very good positive message. Um, look for tomorrow and, you know, just focus on tomorrow and it's going to be a better light somewhere and we're going to find it because it's there we just got to keep it moving you know so um your social media give everybody your social media so they can follow you and they can go and pick up your books and and if they want to book you on some things they can book you and all that good stuff 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, on my website is katherinehudsonfiction.com. Um, my name is spelled strange, so um, uh, I don't, I don't know. If, these will be up. I think you'll post. Yeah, well, on the episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can find that there, katherinehudsonfiction.com, and uh, on Facebook. I am at Catherine Hudson Fiction and Catherine Hudson Fiction on Instagram as well. And on Twitter at Exquisitely Dark. And then I can be contacted through any of those or by email, author at CatherineHudsonFiction.com. And there you go. Okay. <laughs> so I want y'all to contact her and read her book if you like the sci-fi and all that good stuff, bloody stuff. Yeah, she's the one to go to. <laughs> Trust me. So make sure you contact her and book her for for some things because she, you know, she's a ghostwriter too. So anybody want something written, she can do it for you. So I'm just letting you know that. Okay. (laughs) But I want to tell you, Catherine, I really, really love this conversation. I feel like you are very, very, I can't even explain the words. It's coming out my mouth. Wait a minute. I think you are phenomenal woman I think like you are gonna have the best and for you to stand up as that independent woman to help to let you know to do what you gotta do that is amazing to me because it's very few women that would do that you know what I mean and I just give you the thumbs up and I got two thumbs up for you okay Thank you. You're so, so welcome. You. And um, definitely, um, we're going to stay in contact because I just love your vibe. Your vibe is off the chain, girl. What? Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad. We can sit here and, and talk forever. That's fine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We could. And now I know the listener will be like, can they shut up for a second? Like, they're talking too much. <laughs> they're talking way too much. Okay. It's over. Okay. But seriously, though. I thank you for being on this podcast with me and you kept it 100 with me. So, yeah. um, your, everything will be on the bio. So when you listen to her, everything, all her information is going to be there. So make sure that you contact her. Please do. And I just want to say, Catherine, thank you so much for being up here. And I would definitely talk to you soon. That sounds fantastic. Thank you for having me. This has been great. You're welcome, love. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.